broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Good morning on this Feel Good Friday. I am Randy Tobler. There's Stephanie Bell feeling good. There's Stephanie oh, Bell feeling good. come on, Randall. There's Stephanie Bell l- feeling good. We had a late <laughs> night. Good morning. That's true. John Marsh is feeling great. Feeling great. And so is Hannah with her red t-shirt on. Are we going to tell the story of the red t-shirt at some point this morning and have a lot of fun? Yeah, we might have to get into that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Hey, last night was the Boone County Lincoln Days. It was a fabulous event, really a packed uh, house, and we'll uh, be reprising that as well. Sadly, um, one of the speakers mentioned that um, we lost a police officer up in Independence, Missouri. A sad story there. And court personnel, the person who yes, served it, they I were can't... serving an eviction, and the person, I think two others were actually yeah. injured, and two people died. I mean... Another example of just people going crazy. They, you're angry, so you pull out a gun? That's just crazy. For, yeah, I'm just, I'm sad for all of my court personnel this just... morning and my law enforcement friends to know, I mean, they just showed up to do their job. Yeah. Kevin Crane was there. We gave him a shout out. Yeah. Retiring Judge Kevin Crane. And uh, Jesus Osete was there, and... Uh, he said, he said, Randy's the only guy that was glad to be named in one of his lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was fun. <laughs> and that was about when we were trying to fight against a mandate for the vaccine in hospitals. They lost that one. But, you know, the, the other major, I guess, uh, at the same time, the OSHA restrictions on all employers sort of were, were put away. So you know. Yeah, yesterday was a big local news day. It was. Because we got the statement from Taylor Burks. Yeah, no. Uh, that he will be not running in CD3. And that makes Kurt Schaefer the only Midmo candidate. It, so that was a big deal and then at the very end randy we got kind of a tease from yes. uh, uh-huh. representative sheree tolson reich an announcement in three weeks that's what she said holy cow we're gonna have to she's one of those you never really know what's yeah, up her sleeve she's like i'm not done yet <laughs> so hopefully sheree will come on the program and make her announcement here we would love to do that i was kidding her when i introduced her i said now you know she's promised me that she's gonna Come out of her shell. Tell us what she really thinks. <laughs> and, you know, to her credit, and, you know, she and, and Vivek Malik, who was there and spoke last night, he always speaks of his, of his immigration and, the, and the, the great patriotism and love he has for this country. It's very heartwarming. But, man, they have been like, she's been the ambassador for the unclaimed property thing. And he's made a lot of hay on that deal as far as, you know, getting a lot of, of good uh, good props. Yeah, I mean, she digs down into these particular projects yeah. and really gets stuff done, whether it's unclaimed property. She's also been kind of a champion for cleaning up voter rolls. And so I think it's refreshing that when someone talks about a problem, right. they actually dig down and do the work. Yeah. Um, and she's one that you can always count on to do that. Yeah, her uh, her talks always include the words, I'm here from the government. I really am here to help. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a good time. And then there was the really compare and contrast of uh, Biden at a border uh, crossing and uh, where there was like six uh, you know, immigrants the day before. And, and, and of course, Donald Trump was there yesterday as well, but at Eagle Pass where there's thousands every day. And the, mm-hmm. the compare and contrast was really remarkable. If I was the Biden people, I would say, wow, not an, another not good optic. Yeah, I mean, I think it's coming to a head where he's going to have to do something, but either, you know, before the State of the Union, he's going to, I mean, people are so outraged. And I know it's been a while since we saw that last poll on border, but since the death of the young girl, I mean, I think if, if, 
I have not, again, I haven't seen a new poll, but I have no doubts that right now the border is top of mind. And we heard a lot about it last night. I think almost every, especially the candidates for the congressional races were talking about it, but even the candidates for state races. And we heard some data and I didn't have a chance to write it all down about how many, you know, how many illegal immigrants are in Missouri and how it's affecting our state. And there was some conversation about uh, human human trafficking. What are we, number three here or something? It's sad, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but, and speaking of uh, the uh, the young nursing student down there in Athens, Georgia, the funeral will be held today. That'll be quite a, that'll be a real heartbreaking um, event. And, um, but you're right. You know, now that, now that the borders are open and we're seeing, since this, <laughs> since this busing and flying to various, especially metro areas like New York and Chicago and, and, uh, well, uh, Denver is another one. Uh, I think everyone feels as though it, it's become sort of a GOP talking point, but it's not unfair to say every community is now a border community, really. That's really? the reality now. So I hope that legislators here in Missouri and leadership in the governor's office and others, attorney general, um, I think they're all on top of it. A.G. Bailey talked about, you know, we have to protect this this state, you know, because there, there's things we can't control, but we have to manage and we have to have those kind of uh, rules. Did you see where the White House has come out and said they want sanctuary cities to um, cooperate with ICE? What, what's where'd that come from all of a sudden? I thought that was anathema. I thought that sanctuary city mean you can't do that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a political season, and this is the most pandering <laughs> White House I've ever seen. It's so obvious. They're just 180 degree change on positions because oh, hey, there's an election coming up. It's we better change it. Pol- politically convenient. Yeah. I mean, what they wanted to pay off people's student loans like two weeks ago oh. now we're doing some stuff at the border uh and, and then once they get elected they'll go all the way back far left and uh and make us all drive evs yeah <laughs> you're right john marsh you would have gotten a kick out of it last night and i warned bill i go i know bill from the saint charles days when i uh you know i do radio back there i've done it for a long time and as he was you know he was friends with bob onder and the, the crew from the change oh yeah Coast. i mean back when they yeah. called it the chaos Caucus. right yeah yeah and um so I warned him, and I warned Bob, too. I said, nah, you know, I might do a little needling when I introduce you. So when I introduced um, Senator Eigel, I, you know, I said, hey, well, um, I sent in my my rent your property from the government receipt. I mean, you paid property tax, uh, your property tax declaration. And I said, by the way, uh, did you get that reserved parking spot I got for you real close to the venue? <laughs> <This> <laughs> was really he good. was a good sport. He was a good sport about it. You know, I almost thought you were going to ask him if we were going to get good bill or bad oh, bill. I, I, you know, you that, was, that was on the short list of what to do. You know what we did get? We got fired up, Bill. And I even talked to him last time because after he was, he's usually fired up. But the last time he came on this show, he was a little bit more subdued. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to him i mentioned that to him at lincoln days and he said oh it's early or whatever mm-hmm. um you know and we got we got fired up <laughs> oh, Bill, we did. last night wow holy cow well, you had bob onder trying to put put the doctor in a headlock yeah <laughs> well yeah john you didn't hear what uh, randy said about dr bob <laughs> so so when i was an intern um bob was a third year medical student and at washu and so i was on the ob rotation and and Bob, very affable guy. And I mean, you talk about a real scholar and a, and a just an eager beaver to learn, learn, learn. He's an excellent, excellent student and a physician. But anyway, so I thought, okay, what, what can I do to sort of have fun with Bob? And I said, you know, everyone should be very, very happy, thankful that Bob is an allergy and immunologist. I should have said they're the smartest. They're among the smartest people in the room. The allergy people, the dermatologists, the eye people. They, they you know, they're really the smart guys along with the internist and the cardiologist. And, um, 
I said, you know, but we're really, I'm really glad he went into that field because, you know, when I was teaching him how to do a circumcision, it turned out he actually turned that into the first bottom surgery in the history of transition. Randall. <laughs> and, he, and I got a great shot of him, like, face palming. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Uh, so, but he's a good sport. And, uh, he gave a rousing talk, too. Bob does a good talk. I, all the candidates, for the most part, stayed within their their prescribed time of three minutes. Tony Lupo had his, what do you call it, the best sport? Well, he calls soccer the best sport, right? Yeah, he had a yellow, uh, he had a yellow card. Yellow card and a red card With as 30 well. seconds left. And the red card, I brought out a, a referee's jersey. I said, well, look, <laughs> if I have to call delay of game and blow the whistle, that's a bad thing. So we had fun. Yeah, and then I think the other news last night is who wasn't there. And yeah. I think one person that people were really expecting was Senator Caleb Rowden. He was and, on the agenda yeah, to be there. Yeah, he, he didn't make an appearance. So yeah. I don't know if we should be reading anything into that or if there was some sort of snafu last night. But um, certainly... To not to miss the Lincoln days of your, home, you know your home, it's bizarre. To say and Chuck Basie spoke in his behalf. He did. Yeah. He did. Um, it be, yeah, it definitely. It caught people's attention that yes. Senator Rowden was not there. I will tell you that people did. It, that people did certainly. I heard it discussed. Um, two two main observation guys. And again, I was all, always taught. I try to find angles of stories that other. And I know Rudy Keller was there from the Independent. Rudy does a really nice job. I've competed against him, but also we have a good friendship. Um, and I, he, he's going to have a lot of stuff in the independent, but, and I'll have some stuff as well. But two things stick out to me. Number one, Lisa Meyer, the Columbia City Council candidate. She looked out at that crowd and mm-hmm. said only 12% of people are voting in municipal mm-hmm. elections. She looked at the crowd and said, if you are not voting, you are part of the problem. Yep. Huge ovation for her. She did. That I was thought very she p- had one of the best speeches. It was a great night. speech. Honestly, a, I, great speech. I asked a friend, I said, what's her phone number? We need to get her on the show, and hopefully yeah. we can it do It was that. really well, compelling. It, it really was. In the unions are dumping a lot of money in that race on behalf of the other guy who is from the labor uh, the laborers union. So I, I thought that was, again, that's going to be a very interesting race. And the other thing, guys, that stuck out to me is General Bailey, when he spoke, and he was the keynote speaker, he really, he, he talked for Bryce Beal. He gave, he gave Bryce in his office, really said he's a bright young conservative in his office. <laughs> they respect each other. I saw them shake hands, but John Martin really, he didn't lash out at Beal, but basically said Beal is not from Boone County, is not from Columbia. He, he, grew, up in, he grew up in Illinois. You don't normally hear that in a, in a, a uh, something like that, but again, it, there, there are some differences, but I did see them shake hands. But those, those are the two things that stuck out. Last but not least, Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, she was a little mm. late because she had come from Mary's County. They had their event as well. Senator Elizabeth Coleman said that she had numerous death threats, that the police had to be outside her door because she sponsored the pro-life bill. She said they found out where her kids went to school, that the police had to be. That's never been reported before. I've never heard that. And she gave her cell phone number. I'm not going to give it out here on the air, but she gave it to the crowd because she wants people to be able to talk to her. I thought that was I, I've never seen a politician do that. In event I thought it was courageous and I told her so publicly. And you know what? She said this is related to there must already be what she alleges are 
false claims make made by other candidates about her or by other campaigns because she said i'm giving you my phone number so that uh if you hear something that just doesn't sound like mary elizabeth coleman give me a call and i'll straighten it out that's, I don't, that's the way i took that uh, yeah i yeah. did too and i'd have no idea what she's i don't know what to. she's referring I, to i don't know and and, and again well, i i've known uh senator elizabeth coleman for a long time when she first got elected to the house um she describes herself as a mom and she's been on our our show before so i don't know what she's referring to to, but that's what stuck out. But Lisa Meyer, um, I, I'm telling you, that is someone who, uh, and no offense to any of the other candidates, they all were very, you know, uh, each one brings their own men and women that spoke, and there was a representative from Senator Hallways there too. But Lisa Meyer, to me, gave the most dynamic speech of of the night. I've And it was for Columbia City Council. But chastising people, and we have a lot of them in our audience. I've heard them right. call in and say it's a waste of my vote to show up. She said, you are part of the problem. And don't forget, we had a race here, tie on the That's nose. Right. That's right. That's right. What was it? It was like 1,612 to 1,612. Yes. In, That's right. In my ward, um, the third ward, and uh, Roy Lovelady and, uh, and Carl Scala, and uh, in both on more on the progressive end, but what they both they both agree, and they're correct. I've reported as well. It's the poorest ward in the in the um, in the city, and some people just did not get out and vote. We heard from some of them, but yes, every vote counts. Um, and, and Shane Scholler talked about that. There was a, a house race, Betsy Fogel's race. He didn't mention her by name. That was decided by less than 100 votes. And they hand counted. They hand counted. He called both candidates, called both parties, right. did the count in front of everybody. And the point of the matter is there are quotes. So every right. vote does count. And, you know, I guess I have a spot, a warm spot in my heart for, for newcomers, for, oh, you know, uh, Unlikelies, and I thought Chris Wright for governor. It's unlikely Chris Wright's going to be elected governor. He doesn't have a war chest. He a chest. He doesn't have. But he comes to. He's been at Boone last year. He was at Chili Supper. Gave a nice talk. You know, he looked the men in the audience in the eye and say, "Men, you know, you must protect the women from human trafficking." You know, I mean, I just thought it was nice to hear. Yeah, he's certainly working hard. The other yeah. thing that was nice was. So many wake up family members. Yeah, so it was I, great I, to see I everyone. I <laughs> would love to try to name everybody um, that came up and that I got to talk with. It's but just, yeah. it was a really fun night to just because you guys get to watch us. I know. <laughs> and so meeting you face to face was amazing. It was really it was so exciting. And all of the, the buzz about the excitement of this take back this country season, you know. And Stephanie did a great job talking about the truth about that initiative petition. We want to get that out there again. And again, and again, and we'll do that later on. Helene's going to be in. She's got some nice stories to talk about on The Doctor's Inn. Text us with any questions or comments you have. 573-874-9390. Daily DC Rundown coming up shortly. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Freedom of speech, practiced here daily, and perfected on the podcast. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The idea there's no such thing as climate change. I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. Well, my administration is going to keep building on the progress we've made fighting climate crisis, and we're going to keep help folks rebuild themselves. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable. 
Well, that was a compare and contrast. You would have thought that those were two different speeches, Stephanie. One was Joe Biden, the other Donald Trump. Where were they? At the border. Uh, You mean climate change? That's a major border issue, yes. I mean, Trump was at the border where we had a problem. Biden was, you know... He was at another border, but, uh, I mean, what? Climate change? What... He has no clue what's going on. He's got all of this array of Border Patrol agents behind him, and he's talking climate change and calling those of us who, you know, have skepticism about the whole climate change and ruin our economy for a couple, you know, a tenth of a degree of centigrade, calling us Neanderthals. We are, apparently. What the heck? That's the same as Ultra MAGA. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. You ever been been to Mexico in the dead of summer? There is climate change, and I think if I was there, I'd want to come back across the border and cool off, too. (laughs) Certainly want to take a siesta come around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But it wouldn't be the first time that the Democrats blamed all of the border problems on climate change, which I just, I can't. I don't understand that at all. Well, while he was down at the border yesterday, Congress was hard at work trying to avoid a government shutdown. Uh, They kicked the can again, provided themselves another three weeks, um, establishing two additional deadlines. Uh, They've got to do certain bills by March 8th and then certain other bills by March 22nd. So uh, we're just they're just we're going to have this conversation in three weeks. But he is trying to fragment things, right? He's trying yes. to bust up the whole omnibus uh, your concept, right? And get as close as we can to individual bills, which can be amended more easily understood. Which I do like. So things that they got to get done here shortly, March 8th, are like military construction, water development, the FDA, ag, commerce, justice, energy veterans affairs and more so they've got a lot of work yet to do yeah and then just another dose of the same kind of thing but in a different different departments a couple weeks later a couple weeks later that's right now if you're a high income earner we heard yesterday from the irs that they're going to launch a crackdown of uh, wealthy non-filers so Mm-mm. hannah beware. irs is coming for you <laughs> i think i'm safe all right hey that's it uh, what happened we're out of time what are we having such a great time on feel good friday we're almost out of time um all right well uh when we come back uh, i do want to tell you about an exciting event coming up so we're going to talk about the man show a little bit about and remind you about uh, the nominations for best of columbia be back a little bit get an exclusive look behind the scenes of the show by watching on youtube search wake up in missouri Welcome back to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. After a rousing Boone County Lincoln Days last night, it was great to see all of you out there, those of you who were, lots of listeners there. Appreciate that. And if you weren't, don't forget about the caucus tomorrow. Tomorrow morning is the caucus for uh, the presidential preference among GOPers, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when? I think it, believe, I think it starts at 10 a.m. 10 a.m., You right. could have pre-registered. If you didn't pre-register, I think you need to be registered by 10 o'clock. Um, and if you go to mogop.org on the Republican side, uh, there's lots of information about how to participate in your caucus. Of course, the Democrats are having their own. And I know Brianna Lennon on Boone County Clerk, if you're in Boone County, has a lot of information there if you want to participate in that one. So uh, we have another event coming up. Uh, so you can do the caucus tomorrow and then set aside an hour three or four for the Como Man Show next week. Um that's going to be on uh, on the night. Boy, that really crept up on us, Hannah. The man show again. That means it's a lot of fun because I always enjoy it. There's so many booths there and um, prize drawings as well. Well, There's, and I'm I'm really excited because it's in a new location this yeah. year. It's at the Boone County Fairgrounds. Fun. Um, and 
we have more space and we can offer a wider variety of booths and vendors. So I'm really looking forward to it. I know there's going to be an inflatable obstacle course or two set up outside. Uh, so maybe we can ra- convince Randy and John to like race through one of those. Yeah, it'd be fun. John, what do you think? I don't know. I'm the guy who <laughs> tore my shoulder up doing pull-ups with the Mizzou Marines. <laughs> but sure, I'm I'm game. There you go. I like the I like the fighting spirit there, Marsh. Yeah. There well, so one of the listeners came up last night and said, "Well, I was hoping you'd bring your rubber raft that you could drag out and do the <laughs> the, the, the Mo Man contest here." There you go. <laughs> hey, John. You know, uh, last night uh, it, uh, it was it Bryce Beal that said that he had written uh, he had filed suit in behalf of uh, the Missouri Gen- well for the Missouri Attorney General's office. Wasn't it him? Um, anyway, someone out of that office. Maybe I know A.G. Bailey mentioned it as well. Uh, accusing Planned Parenthood of basically trafficking abortion seekers across state lines. And you wrote about that this morning. Yeah, it's, uh, Andrew Bailey's been very serious about that issue yeah. from the uh, get-go, more so than some of the talking points that we hear our you know, potential candidates hit on. But boy, he's he's been right in the middle of that one from the get-go. Well, yeah. and it made national news. I know he had, you know, he walked in a little bit, not late. I mean, he was there for a speech, but I know, I think he was later to the event than he wanted to because he was doing national interviews. Right. But, you know, Project Veritas, uh, I think, caught people on video um, over there in the St. Louis, I think it was in the St. Louis area. And I think one of his points is, you know, this is this is trafficking because at the A, you know, they, so they're, I think they were talking about a 13-year-old girl. Was, they, yeah, they found they accuse Kansas City, Missouri-based. Oh, it's Kansas City. Uh, well, Missouri-based Planned Parenthood, uh, uh, Great Plains, of violating Missouri law, which makes it illegal to quote intentionally cause, aid, or assist a minor to, to obtain an abortion without consent from a parent. Filed in state district court in Columbia, asked yep. the court to stop Planned Parenthood from engaging in the contact it alleges. So, and, and I think you said we have to protect our young girls as well. At thirteen, you cannot, you can't consent. To that type of activity. And so also there would be mandatory reporting requirements. And, you know, it's it's trafficking. Right. And um, and then the the whole angle I know that the the generals brought up before is the interstate thing, because since there are no, you know, abortions clinics operating in Missouri, they are on the metro east side of Illinois. And that factors into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, John, uh, I know you were reporting on a story about uh, a, a middle school building was evacuated. Uh, with bomb dogs coming in in Versailles? Yeah, Versailles, the the middle school down there yesterday morning, apparently got a a threat. They brought in the bomb dog. Nothing was found. Students were sent back in, but they say they have the cell phone and a person of interest identified. Mm, 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 mm. And we should mention again that Taylor Burks bowed out of the race yesterday afternoon. He did. And, you know, he, in his statement, he said, you know, I've said before, we can't have, if, if we have two candidates from mid-Missouri running for that congressional third district, it's going to dilute the vote. And we're not going to get someone to represent this area. So he, he took, fell on the sword. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. I mean, he is, he's so young. Um, he's got a young family. He's got a lot of time. And I think it's really rare that you see someone in politics basically put party and um, and principle over ego and person. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of respect for Taylor yep. in doing that. I know, you know, I, I know his concern was to have a mid-Missouri congressman and he's and he stuck by that and said, look, we're not going to get one if I'm in the race. And uh, and so it was 
sad to see, I would say, but also a lot of respect for Taylor. Yeah, and Kurt Schaefer is now in, and uh, you know, we'll be carrying the banner for mid-Missouri <clears throat> representation in that race. It's going to be a really hot race. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And he was fired up last night, too. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, and you know, I was, I was happy to see that there may have been a couple of, you know, tangential, on-the-edge comments about other candidates, you know, but generally people were very upbeat, very positive, very, you know, telling them about their story rather than hammering Just on the other. Just wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the night is young. Yeah. I begged everyone to please just think unity. Just think unity as best we can. And well, they only had three minutes. I so, know. <laughs> you, know, they, you know, they didn't have that much time and they wanted to spend it, int- you know, especially some of them introducing themselves to Boone County. A lot of them were at home, but... Do you think management would allow me to produce some kind of a, well, help me, produce some kind of like a credit card type thing that on one side, it could have our little 93.9, you know, could have NKWS on one side that would say, you know, Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment, don't speak ill of other Republicans. And on the other side, Reagan's, you know, admonition that when you get 80% of what you want, it's a good day in government. You know, I think if we kept those things in mind, I think it might help bring us together. I've been lobbying for wake up merch for a long time. Wake up merch. Yeah. There was a and that could table. maybe be could be like a debit card. Yeah. And if you do speak <laughs> ill of someone of your own party, you have to swipe it and get fined. There you go. All proceeds go to my student loans. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I did have some fun ribbing Hannah last night. That oh, was yeah. fun now. Oh, yeah. You took it in good stride. That oh, I'm good. used to it at this point. And yeah. a couple times, you know, you're one of your daughters, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy was there, too. And she was sitting behind me, and she, you know, poked me in the back a couple times like get a load of these guys and like you get used to it you get used to it yeah she told me afterwards she said you know hannah and i are pretty aligned on a lot of our a lot of our opinions so it was i'm good. telling you this next generation i'm telling you i'm, I'm telling you john this next generation yeah. no no the no kids it's these days <laughs> the these kids darn kids yeah well it's it's their version of woodstock all over again i know uh, what else? Oh, we've got to talk about the best of Columbia, too. We don't want to forget that. Every day you can vote in one of many categories of uh, various uh, people, places, things, services, and uh, you can nominate your favorite once a day in each category, right? Until March 10th, through March 10th. Yeah, so you can get in there every day. Um, the top five most nominated uh, folks in each category are the ones that move on to the final ballot. So you can write in your like your own candidates at this point, or several have made the ballot that you can just click the little green button that says nominate. Uh, shamelessly, we would kindly ask you to vote for Wake Up Mid Missouri as the best local radio show. And Hannah is on the what's yes. the category? Best morning personality category. Yeah, there's a radio personality yeah. category. So oh, cool. You can get on there, and since they're still taking write-ins, you can nominate any one of us. That's so. right. Well, uh, we we hope Miss Hannah does very very well in that morning personality. That'll be super good. I've That's never good. I've never made the ballot before, yeah. so well, kind of excited. It's a well, heck, we'll vote for you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. We talked a lot about the initiative petition last night, too, in various ways that's out there misrepresenting what this proposed constitutional amendment on this petition. And you might be, if you've been out and about in the Boone County area, Columbia area, everywhere area, I mean, Jefferson City, I'm sure you've been accosted by one of the signature gathers. And Stephanie gave a, a exquisite 
I, I think, just debundling of all of the truth in there. So let's talk about that a little bit, Stephanie. You did a great job. Yeah, I mean, I think what, I mean, we know that they're lying, right? And they are willing to lie to try to get you to sign. And so it's really important that you educate yourself. And when you were accosted yeah. outside of your exclusive membership exclusive club. membership club very few people are a member of this club i don't know i think he might have accosted this person <laughs> back it sounds like <laughs> they came up to you at, um and they yeah. said you know that once you were like i don't want to sign they're like it's 16 weeks now yeah. i mean you're the doc talk yeah. about the it the it uses the term fetal viability and tip that's pretty much a medically understood term and it we're basically looking at, we're looking at row right 23 weeks yeah yeah row i mean there are there are I, uh, very rare exceptions in those, I mean, you know, 22 weeks and a half maybe, but I mean, it's very rare. We're, 23 weeks, is that's row. Well, but the measure goes way beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so it says that, it, and so, for example, in Ohio, Ohio had a measure. It said after that point at 23 weeks that the legislature could come in and prohibit abortion. Uh, ours doesn't say that. Or the Missouri one, and I, I say ours is in the one in our state because it's certainly I don't I want no association with it. In Missouri, they chose an extreme measure that doesn't allow the legislature to prohibit after 23 weeks. It just says they I think they regulate after 23 weeks. And in any event, if, in any event, that's the key. In any event, if you have a healthcare professional, not a physician, not a surgeon necessarily, a healthcare professional, say that you are experiencing physical health issues or mental health issues basically if you can get a doctor's note you can get an abortion up until the um moment of birth and that exception basically carves out the ability for the legislature to really do much and it says they can't in any way even delay uh an abortion so all of the things that we've had before like a 24 waiting period you know something that would require you to consume information about the very serious procedure you're about to have you know they're going to come in and argue that well that's a delay and you know constitutionally you can't do anything to even delay someone's right to an abortion and so it's terrifying um and what we're seeing in other states in ohio and in michigan um you know if that measure so they need to get it on the ballot so the first thing to know is don't sign the thing decline to sign tell everyone you know don't sign this thing but if it qualifies um what we've seen in other states where it qualified for the ballot and then passed you know they take it into their legislature first and say now you've got to repeal all of your pro-life laws kind of makes you wonder about if the if all the mayhem with the democratic filibuster over the issue what was it last week may have fueled some of that anger towards senator coleman I wonder. Oh, maybe that's what she was talking about last night. I know. I mean, she's and when she was talking about the threats, she's received a lot of it. I think she was talking, I think, a little bit about pro-life issues. Yeah. And so and um, back in the right day, in the middle when, of it from the get go, when the absolute ban was she was a big part of driving that. I think yeah. she was a sponsor of yeah, one of those right. very first bills. Mm-hmm. And that's where the that's when the threats actually mm-hmm. started. So. Uh, so, yeah. So we need to decline to sign. But in like places like Michigan, I think their legislature actually passed laws to repeal a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't think Missouri legislature is going to do that but what they will do is these pro-abortion extremists will run into court and get the courts to try to invalidate all of our pro-life laws on the books and it's not only the pro-life laws that protect human life it's protections for women's health um, and parental rights 
uh, the bill set or the proposed measure says any person, you know, can obtain an abortion. So that means a minor. Yep. And that would, you know, if, you know, parental consent and notification could cause delay. So I fully expect them to argue that, you know, there can be no parental consent and notification for minors obtaining abortions. It's, um, it's really a very, very treacherous time for the unborn um, as <laughs> ironically, you know, in the wake of the Dobbs decision, Fewer unborn are being protected in certain states. Kansas, Ohio. Will Missouri be next? I don't know. It's not good. We haven't talked about the Fulton City Council approving an agreement to acquire cameras and to identify vehicles connected with crime reports. I want to talk about that when we come back. Maybe John has something to say about that on Wake Up in Missouri. Stay there. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Saying whatever we want. Wake up, Mid Missouri. Thanks for listening to Wake Up, Mid Missouri. If you want to stay in touch with us on air, you can call or you can text 573 874 9390. Coming up at 710, a segment that we're going to, from time to time, bring back to uh, bring to the morning show that. Uh, is a legacy from the afternoon show called The Doctor's Inn. Helene will join us. We'll talk about some stuff. If you're wondering about, should I fast, should I not fast? Should I keto, should I not keto? When should I eat, what should I eat? How should I eat? What? Okay, we're going to talk about some diet stuff. She's got that. I'm feeling triggered. Yeah? Why? Because summer's coming up. <laughs> I walked into Target yesterday and saw swimsuits. Oh, okay. So but maybe, yeah, maybe. I, last week I was in the same boat. I walked in the store, saw swimsuits out, and oh, dang it, guys. John the Target Tech swimsuits, was it? Yeah. No. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. <laughs> John, John, John. Well, uh, and uh, Dave Griffith is going to join us at 735. There's some uh, some veterans legislation moving through the uh, through the Capitol, so through the House there. So we'll talk about him and see what Griff is up to. Um, so, yeah, let's do that. Now, about these cameras, this is interesting. It, from time to time, the issue of... Uh, some people say invading your privacy. Others say a great law enforcement tool percolates to the surface. And it turns out that, um, you know, Fulton, I guess, is contemplating a, a uh, well, they unanimously did approve an agreement to acquire cameras to identify vehicles connected with crime reports. So, for instance, in stolen vehicle type issues, um, this would help. Uh, purpose uh, said um, Police Chief Bill Ladwig. The purpose is basically their license plate readers. They're also a technology you can pick out the shapes of taillights. So say we're looking for a Honda Civic. That camera system would be able to tell us which Honda Civic just went through the area based on the shape of taillight lens. John, is there anything in uh, in Jefferson City? Because uh, I don't think there's any in Columbia that I know of. I, but Yeah, Cole County already uh, takes have. part in that data sharing program because the commissioner, they're called, I guess the, the name brand, they call them Flock Cameras. And I know there's some in Cole County. I think Callaway County has some. And uh, Bill Ladwig pointed out in his interview with our news partner, ABC 17, that uh, Westminster already has some yeah. cameras. And they were able to track down somebody who'd fired off a gun thanks to those cameras. I know. He said that. I thought, wow. You know, you wonder if these aren't going to proliferate like rabbits, you know, because I, I think people are just skittish about now no community is really immune from, you know, either... 
crimes against you know property or people and at least this might give law enforcement a better handle earlier on to to get the perps yeah i mean it seems like they're finding people well the other side of it is uh, like you said the personal privacy angle a lot of folks out there don't want any part of license plate reader cameras or you know the the additional technology that throws in but heck there's so many ring doorbell cameras now Mm -hmm with that whole thing and i know that was something that chief ladwig you know had talked about one of those community efforts to be voluntary allowed to link into some of that video from folks to help them solve crimes yeah in 2022 uh it was reported that the boone county sheriff's office uh used the readers to do 40 misdemeanor charges 20 felony charges to recover 10 stolen vehicles so i mean it's working yeah i it's one of those you know where's the right balance between liberty and security you know for we go through those arguments i mean we take off our shoes and put the belt in the tray at the at the airport you know so okay well it's a, it's a good story we wish them well in fulton hope that the all the you would be criminals there don't do that doctors in coming up you look right through